Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about the fallout from the gold rush in cannabis. As more and more states and countries have decriminalized marijuana, investors have rushed into the market to plant acreage, build greenhouses, and create indoor manufacturing using vertical hydroponics. All of this was in anticipation of an increase in demand. To be clear, in states like Colorado, Washington, and California, we have seen an increase in demand. I have to say, even though it's been legal for a while, it's still a little bit jarring to me to be walking down the streets in Manhattan and smell marijuana. I'm not a user, and this podcast isn't intended to speak to the merits of cannabis use. I'm merely covering it from a real estate perspective. California's legalization of cannabis for adult recreational use was expected to be massive. Back in 2016, industry investors claimed that sales could top $6.5 billion by 2020. And at the end of 2019, California is indeed home to the largest cannabis market, totaling close to $12 billion in estimated sales. And here's the problem. $8.7 billion of that is still changing hands in the underground market, leaving only about $3 billion coming through licensed channels. It seems that prices for growers have been falling significantly and many businesses are laying off staff. Canacraft recently laid off 20% of its 240-person workforce. Several companies in British Columbia converted millions of square feet of greenhouse from tomatoes and cucumbers to cannabis. It's starting to look like those decisions might not have been the best business decisions. Smith's Falls, Ontario-based company Canopy Growth is one of Canada's largest indoor grow operations and occupies the site of the old Hershey Chocolate Factory. They're orchestrating a massive overhaul involving a layoff of 500 workers and a write-down of somewhere between seven to $800 million, the closure of two greenhouses, and the cancellation of plans to operate a third. The two greenhouses based in British Columbia were opened in February of 2018, and they represent about 3 million square feet of greenhouse space. The company struggled to create free cash flow, as the cannabis market hasn't matured as fast as it anticipated and federal regulations permitting outdoor cultivation were introduced long after Canopy began investing in their greenhouses. Constellation Brands is a major shareholder in Canopy, having invested about $5 billion for a 38% share of the company. Constellation is the owner of some well-known brands like Robert Mondavi Winery, Ravenswood Winery, Claude Dubois, and Rufino. Some of these iconic brands are some of the best-known brands in wine. Canopy now operates an outdoor production site that's made cultivation more cost-effective. It believes that the site will play an important role in meeting demand for products that use extracts. The announcement comes a month after Aurora Cannabis slashed 500 jobs and also took a roughly $800 million write-down in goodwill and announced the departure of their CEO. Over the last four to five years, Farmland throughout several states and provinces was sold at top dollar in anticipation of the growth in the industry. Many of these investments are being written down as the monies fail to materialize. Publicly traded Sundial Growers, which is listed on the NASDAQ under the symbol SNDL, is axing some of its workforce, and Xenobis Global is also laying off about 40 staff. Comparatively, U.S. cannabis jobs are being lost predominantly as a result of high tax rates. In California, Legal marijuana consumers pay a state and local tax as well as a 15% excise tax and a wholesale tax. You put all these different taxes together and it means about 45% of the end product is tax. When such a large percentage of the end product consists of tax, it creates a financial incentive for the illegal market to continue to operate. The industry struggled to grow 
because the opening of legal retail outlets is also very tightly regulated, and the number of retail licenses issued has not kept pace with the increase in supply at the production level. Getting the product to market doesn't work if the retail channel hasn't been developed. This, too, has been a major impediment to the industry growth. Like many markets that are still developing, it's sometimes hard to anticipate where the inefficiency is going to appear in the system. There's no question that cannabis is a growing industry. And while it's legal in several states, it's still considered illegal in the U.S. at the federal level, which makes many aspects of financing very complicated. It's also illegal to transport across international borders and across state lines, even if it's legal in both states. The patchwork of regulations are not well understood. A quick survey of licensed farmland for sale shows that prices for licensed land have been falling as oversupplies hit the market. Let's be clear, there's still big money making investments in cannabis. AB InBeef, the world's largest beer company, recently made a $50 million investment in Tilray to research infused beverages. Constellation Brands is also betting big on infused beverage market. And while beverages are still a growing segment of the market, the volumes are low today. The segment is expected to represent about $5 billion in revenue by 2026. Outside of Canada and the U.S., South American cannabis market has also been picking up steam. Colombia, in particular, has been gaining increased attention, primarily due to its cheap labor costs and climate that's well-suited to outdoor cannabis production. It translates into incredibly low production costs. Companies like Farmacielo, which operates in Colombia, just started trading on the -the over-the-counter market they can produce cannabis at five cents a gram. Most North American companies produce cannabis somewhere between one and two dollars a gram. If and when regulatory changes take place that allow for the import and export of cannabis products, we could see yet another massive change in the market dynamics. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.